I went to a Catholic school uh, for four years, and I also went in garage band uh, for 20 minutes. And this is the product of that. Hit it. All the seats at the Sunday masses filled with the masses, massive asses, classes pass as fast as molasses. Ceremonial reading glasses, read a little bit of Leviticus. All the kids are a little too little for this. All the parents not in agreement. I think I can vaguely see what he meant. It's too early in the morning glory to read another allegory story. The father reads a little bit farther, assuring the assured that they need not bother. When God, in verse 45, said that slaves are okay to buy, he meant that people all from the start each have slaves within their hearts Things that we have sold or bought That are forced to pick our moral cotton God calls us to set these free Free our hearts from slavery And then as God goes on to explain The logistics of buying and selling slaves uh, he, The Bible's sort of like uh, It's like typos Didn't in the back, I sit and I nod To the beats that are bumming from my iPod My God, they're starting to pray And over the music, I can hear them say Dear God, dear Lord Dear vague muscular man with a beard or a sword Dear good all-seeing being My way or the highway, Yahweh The blue-balled anti-masturbator The great all-loving faggot hater I'd like to thank your holy might For making me both rich and white And though this is your day of rest I come to you with one request There's so much pain beyond this steep Wars and drugs and homeless people Sadness where there should be joy Hate and rape and soldier boy A world in darkness needs your light So I'm sure your schedule is pretty tight But my dog just had surgery If you could fix that first Jesus Deborah Messing's fingers in a holy place Hail Mary full of grace Obama, could you pass some hope to the Pope? I know a couple dudes who want to elope. See, the church said no to the bros can't cope. The bros can grow, but the bros can't cope. They've been in love and they've been addicted. Who said they shouldn't? Been addicted. Because in the holy land of the Lord, he's the holy landlord and dicks are evicted. Because you can be a Benedict if you Benedict under Benedict, but you can't have Benedicts because there's only one Pope with only one dick. What? Yeah. A dick on a Pope is just like a soap on a rope because it's pointless unless in prison. Throw up your Bibles, Christ is risen Hallelujah, now it's raining men Because the gender ratio is 1 to 10 Winos at the Eucharist station Transgendered substantiation Jesus wasn't the Messiah Get back, I'm a heretic and I'm on fire It was Oedipus, those holy knights The holy motherfucking Christ And I'm a blasphemer, post-Katrina Cruise in the marina On a crusade to crusades and blasphema You're too late, but fuck, we don't need ya Amen In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Turn up your nose. Strike that pose. Hey, Macarena. I have never heard that before. It's a good one. Nor had I. Bo Burnham rant. Nice. I'm not entirely sure I've ever heard of Bo Burnham. He's fucking amazing. Matt talks about him like every week when we do the pre-podcast. Yeah, he's got a bunch of other stuff. That we're about to automatically play here. Yeah. I, I, I turned the volume down. Okay. <laughs> Dan's probably not paying attention. I better turn the volume down. <laughs> I always I try to do that little fade out and make it sound professional-ish. Sucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know how professional we are. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We just figured out how to Skype. <laughs> it was badass, right? <laughs> yeah, so we've been sitting here for like, what, 15, 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. Figuring it out, and I'm like, it works, it works. So then we took phone calls in the hallway on Google Hangout and... And Skype. Skyped. So now we can take your calls from internationally. Yes. From we internationally. Can, we can have guests who are not here in the podcast room, studio, bedroom yeah. here in the That'll basement. Awesome. Yeah. They'll, they'll miss the awesome <laughs> artwork, though. That's right. But, then we'll mm. see Matt's drawings or the poster or we Mr. Can, Sagan. We can text him. Peace be unto you, brother. I mean, then they could probably... <laughs> they can keep the illusions that we actually are uh, like, like attractive looking men that sit here and podcast like every radio oh, personality I don't think anybody is. has that. No. Yeah, I, I didn't either. You guys sound sexy. But you know, you know that's true. Haven't yeah. you ever like heard a guy in the radio as you're growing up and you actually meet the person you're like, whoa, you are so not what I thought you looked like. Yeah, that happened yes. to me except for with Doug Fabrizio. Yeah? When I saw him, I was like, yeah, totally. Oh yeah, really? I, when I saw him, guy. oh yeah, he's totally a good That's looking what I guy, mean. but not at I, all like what I pictured in my mind. Oh, I, I thought I thought Ryan was talking about radio voices. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like Bill Allred. Yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah. so when I had when I had heard uh, Doug Fabrizio, I don't know. I guess I pictured like some six five Roman god. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but no, he's a, he's definitely a good looking dude. So, uh, welcome to the Godless Revolution, everybody. I'm Dan. Welcome back from another exciting week, and Matt is back again. I'm back. Yay! I missed you guys. We missed I, you I so you much. Did. I listened to the show. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, last week went went, went phenomenally. Yeah, Thank Zach, you. Zach was good. Yeah, yeah, he was fun. I still yeah. love that line about the, <laughs> was it Carol's? Or, or Carol's, Kathy's? Kathy's cake conundrum no <laughs> god damn what was it <laughs> it was three k's and it was really good he did it much more smoothly than that <laughs> yeah like it was the timing on it too because he said it and he's like it's all spelled with k's and it's all spelled with k's yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> K-K-K. that was brilliant yeah i still i fucking chuckled about that for a few days <laughs> yeah that was very very funny so what's this uh, link you got here for the Jimmy Kimmel? We can play that anytime during the show for a little bit of soundbite, but I don't know why it hyperlinked Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel show and not the actual YouTube link. It didn't even hyperlink it. It just underlined it. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if, because I think I might have hit enter off of your hyperlink. Ah. So it automatically thought, oh, you're one of those things too. Yeah. You got to do a hard return. I blame your iPhone. Yeah. It's, it's Safari. It doesn't do it. Goddamn mm. Safari. I even erased the Jimmy Kimmel thing like five times. Then retyped it, and it kept doing it. See, it's doing it to you, too. Mm. Oh, it's because of the format of the text there. Oh. Sweet podcasting. Yeah. (laughs) But I do have a news article, if you guys want to hit that real quick. Sure. We we do that. Do we? Sometimes. I didn't know if it changed since I'd been gone. A lot has happened. The whole (laughs) week that you were not here. Yes. Uh, Creflo Dollar. What a nice guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he's hoping for a few folks to uh, to help bless him. The minister known for being a prosperity preacher at his Atlanta-area World Changers Church International is seeking 200,000 uh, people committed to so $300 or more to help achieve his goal to purchase a G650 airplane. He didn't want a G20? Creflo dollar dollar bill, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the figures were presented Friday in a nearly six-minute video on the Creflo Dollar Ministries website and total more than $60 million needed to buy the Gulfstream uh, G650. 
which goes for a reported $65 million. Uh, the project is not limited to member donations, of course, as the site <laughs> states that, quote, we are asking members, partners, and supporters of this ministry to assist us in acquiring a Gulfstream G650. <clears throat> you take all your monies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pros at that. The request goes on to detail that the luxury jet will transport both pastors Creflo and Taffy Dollar. And I just want to take a Taffy second to Dollar. let those names sink in for a second. Creflo and Creflo Taffy. and Taffy Dollar. And all I could think about when I was reading this was that they sound like the munchkin managers at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> I was going to say, these are probably two like, one-time like rapping drug dealers who are like, yo, man, you know we make more yeah. money? We just go fucking have people give it to us in a fucking church. Right. We don't need to sell no fucking drugs. They just give the shit to us. They are selling drugs, the opiates opiate to the masses. Yeah. We have another Gulfstream for you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Cadillacs Because he already has one, right? Doesn't he already have a fucking jet and he just yeah. wants a new one? Well, so um, Yeah, his goal is to get a new jet to So that his church can be global To help them spread the gospel Yeah, yeah, yeah No and You can't do that in anything other than a fucking Gulfstream Yeah, not only that It's just another religious tax loophole Yeah Oh, yeah um, Blah, blah, blah I'd love to see what his house looks like. Yeah. Then so, he'd really be a flying turd. <laughs> so he talks about incidents involving his current jet, which uh, which has been in service for more than three decades. The cup holders are stained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says that the right engine went out and en route to Australia. He didn't pray hard enough. But the plane was able to safely land at its destination thanks to the experience of the pilot and crew. During another trip, mechanical mechanical failure caused the jet to skid off a runway in London while Taffy Dollar and their three daughters were aboard. I just can't take that name seriously. <laughs> Maybe Jesus don't want them flying. These are all things that are completely unfixable, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dollar attributed his family's safe arrival to a grace working on that airplane that brought my girls back home to me. You understand what I'm saying? To, he said to thunderous applause. Uh, Dollar said that after those incidences, incidents, he, quote, knew that it was time to begin to believe God for a new airplane. Why doesn't God give you the fucking airplane yeah. then? Just magic it into being. Right. Why not? Fix up the one. He magic the universe into being. Why can't why he, is an airplane hard? He, why? Yeah. He, he can turn his private jet he's got right now into a G6. Why not? Like a G6. <laughs> like a G6. <laughs> you know what G6 almost sounds like? Jesus. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was I was doing the excited sex thing. G6. Oh, G. Um, that, maybe they said that in the 30s. G6. <laughs> G whiz. Sex. Golly. She's a real can doer. Well, was this one of those guys that was on that uh there's that like the 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 Bling Preacher show that was going on for a little I can't remember what channels I've never seen commercials for. Bling Preacher show? They were like Six preachers, and I remember one was like in Atlanta, and he was like, they had, CNN did a thing on him, how basically he's like, yeah, he lives in a multi-million dollar home, he's driving, uh -huh. he's got garages full of cars, you know, he's driving mm -hmm. the most expensive things on earth, and he's always asking for more money. Yeah, like, many, many of them. Because he's representing God. Yeah. I, like, God have, wants me to have these things. I have seen that before, and you said, you mentioned that it's the prosperity something or yep, other? prosperity gospel, yeah. And is that... Is that just the name of his church, or is that it, it's it's, that a, you... it's almost like a genre of uh, 
They're like born. They're they're like prosperity. Born again, but. Prosperity gospel is a theology that promises wealth and health to those who tithe ten percent of their income to the church. Right. So they're kind of like the Mormons, mm-hmm. but with more jets. Mm. I think the Mormons probably have quite a few jets. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this, it's a good question. I hadn't actually thought the, about that. The members of this guy's church surely don't have jets. Yeah, and neither do members of the Mormon church. Yeah. But certainly, the leaders would have yeah. access to that. Twelve apostles. Well, and it goes back to that stupid fucking thing. The damn f- that that stupid guy. He's not stupid. Well, he is kind of stupid. <laughs> Mainly, he's ignorant. But the the guy that I work with, who was talking to my other coworker, well, I, I told you guys this story before when he was. The one coworker was talking to Damf about uh, his son. You know, my about the other coworker's son having uh, Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. and that you know it had flared up, and his son was really sick and whatever. And Damf was like, "Well, you know, if he were going to church regularly and paying his tithing, yeah, that kind of thing probably well, wouldn't, wouldn't happen." Happened. Yeah. I wanted to punch him in his fucking mealy mouth. No dick bag. Yeah, because because no Mormon prophets have ever died. And then of course Damf's <laughs> wife was diagnosed with breast cancer a month oh, right, later. Right. So I, I just, don't know. I guess Damf isn't paying his tithing or she's not going to church often enough. I don't know. But also you said he's not stupid, he's just ignorant, and I just want to say, and this leads into our main theme of the show, ignorance is absolutely no fucking excuse this day. In age, I mean, with with Google and everything else, there's no reason why you should be ignorant on on shit like that. I would say it's it's not a good excuse. I mean, you can use it as an excuse, right? Like because you can you can be non you okay. can you can have well, no motivation to to, to find other answers, it. right? Or or not even have it occur to you that there are other answers available. So it's yeah, you're ignorant, but you're not necessarily choosing to remain yeah, but, so you but, may be you may be ignorant about being ignorant you know what i mean like sure you don't of, know what you don't know that's of course true but when you're when you're going to put yourself out there and, and assert certain things mm-hmm. that you have no business talking about you better fucking have some idea what's going on with it otherwise i'm going to call you stupid <laughs> you don't get to plead ignorance once you've thrown that on the table no unless yeah. unless you want to stand back and say uh you know what this is what i think about it but i don't really know anything about okay fine you're ignorant yeah. sure then you've covered yourself so how much of it is ignorance and how much of it is too much misinformation out there that's still ignorance well, i mean it's 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 not tr- knowing which site to believe like i'm going to read this i'm going to read this why well, i believe that one's truer than that one and i'm going to go with that one well, and how do you find good sources? And that'll kind yeah. of, that all kind of ties into, you know, exercising good skepticism for different mm-hmm. things, and knowing what a what a good resource for information is, and how to determine what good resources are. I mean, it's kind of like China putting up uh, the Onion as a news source and, and <laughs> posting it. Oh, it, did, it was about a year or two ago. They <gasps> used is this it and, a segue? Uh, no, I know, oh no, I don't know the story. No, I'm I'm sorry. Did you guys? Did you guys? <laughs> I see? caught myself doing that listening to last week's show so many times. <laughs> Your segues were kind of smooth, and I was like, "Oh, he segue." I would have said something. Somebody no, but, say something. But how many people have you seen that goes like trying to cite a source like, "Dude, that's satirical." Yeah. Mm, speaking of, did you guys? <laughs> did you guys see my post about the Drudge Report getting totally fucking punked? No. Oh, it was lovely. We don't watch. I got to look, look that up. Your post, so we didn't. We didn't talk about that, but because it fits so perfectly in here, I got to look it up here on the Faces book. Basically, uh, you guys have heard of the satirical site or the satire site, National Report. Right? Yeah, yeah. They they get 
their satire is so subtle, like it's not over the it, top crazy. It could be thought of as real news. It's right. Yeah, they. I mean, they post these stories that you know at first glance and and after several readings, in fact, can seem very plausible and everything because they're not over the top wild like the Onion. Yeah, you know. And so National Report ran this story about uh, Nancy Reagan endorsing Hillary Clinton. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the Drudge Report picked it up and ran with it. Oh, no. It was beautiful. <laughs> Let me, I got to scroll down through here to find it. I post too much shit on Facebook, maybe. You do uh, do a lot of posties. Da, da, da. Oh, here we go. I tweeted it. I tweeted it and posted it to Facebook. It was that important. So the Drudge Report runs this story with a headline, Nancy Reagan, quote, I want Hillary to win, as she's sitting there in her Liberace glasses in her wheelchair. (laughs) And the story reads, last week during a promotional press conference for the History Channel's upcoming series, First Ladies in Their Own Words, series host Ron Reagan shared clips of his interviews with all living former First Ladies of the United States. In a brief video clip, and, and, you know, they tie things in here, like Ron Reagan is the one Reagan who's actually progressive, liberal, Democrat guy. The rest of the family, yeah. you know, of course, are not. So it, it, it tends to, you know, lend a bit more credence to yeah, this. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, well, Ron Reagan was talking to his mom, sure. Uh, it says, in a brief video clip with his mother, Nancy Reagan, she offered her endorsement of Hillary Clinton as, as president, saying, quote, The time for a woman to serve as our president has come. Really? Now is the time, and I think the idea of having a former first lady as the leader of the free world is really quite a marvelous notion. I want Hillary to win. Even though I admire two of the current potential Republican nominees, I have no interest in seeing either of them lead this country. End quote. First ladies in their own words is the brainchild of presidential historian Doris Kearns Goodwin and Ron Reagan, son of President Ronald Reagan. Broadcast in chronological order of their husband's terms in office, Goodwin and Reagan hope the series will show the importance of our first ladies as a reflection of the culture of the nation during their years in the White House. I mean, it sounds legit. Yeah, it does, right? And and none of it is, like, totally out of whack or, or super far-fetched, other than thinking that, you know, Nancy Reagan would actually endorse her. And, you know, then, then, and I mean, it goes on. I look at Hillary Clinton. Stand by your man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that Barbara is a Bush. very good one. Yeah. yeah. So they so they go and they list the episodes that are supposed to be airing for this. Uh episode one, Rosalind Carter, the farm Run. perspective, because he's a peanut yeah. farmer. So really, you know, people who, who were reading through this should have gone, okay, either this is, you know, they're trying to be funny, or maybe I should clue in that this is satire. Because episode two is Nancy Reagan, Hollywood East, of course. Reagan was Reagan an, was an, an actor. actor before president. Barbara Bush, tough words. Because I'm, I'm kind of read my lips. Written, no new taxes. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. tough words. And then of course, you know, GW was all about. I'm going to go over there and kill them and fight them because they tried to kill my poppy. Uh, episode four, Hillary Clinton, stand by your man. Of course, that's the only one in quotes. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, that one's funny uh, for several different reasons. Monica Lewinsky. Uh, episode five, Laura Bush, the learning curve. <laughs> oh, that's right, because these yeah. are all first first ladies, so they're referring to GW. Yep, he had a huge learning curve. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and Michelle Obama, Camelot revisited. Yeah. 
because they refer to the, like the Kennedys stuff yep. and all that. So, so I mean, you could have just looked at the episode list here and gone, like, "That's mm, kind of jokey. Mm-hmm. That seems a little hinky." But then, I mean, then the Drudge Report even posts at the bottom, and they still haven't fucking corrected this. They still have not corrected this or said that, oh, we oh. aired, you know, this was satire. It's still on the Drudge Report website as and this stuff is legit. And at the end of the thing, cite their it, source. it even cites the source and says, the post, Nancy Reagan, I want Hillary to win, appeared first, appeared first <laughs> on National Report. And if you go to National Report, it has all kinds of other crazy fucking headlines. That intern just got fired. Uh, for for example, one of the one of the related articles, as posted at nationalreport.net, is headlined: Michelle Obama's school lunch program leads to rise in school shartings. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe the plumber gets his own animated series. Monica Lewinsky endorses Hillary Clinton for president. I could kind of see that one, sure, but. Uh, hmm. Oh, and then it, and then it says satirical website Bloomberg Politics <laughs> apologizes for posting actual news article because Bloomberg <laughs> is kind of shitty. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it I'm delighting in the Schadenfreude of every hour that that is sitting out there on the fucking Drudge Report. <laughs> yeah. And like I tweeted about it, I posted it on Facebook. I need to. I should tag. I should tag Dan Errol on that and call it to his attention because he'd have a field day with that on Twitter. But yeah, I just thought that was fucking hilarious. The Drudge Report was punked. When did they originally post that? I think that was... It had to have been a while ago. Uh, 15th. No, that's that's the news oh, ticker for today. Fucking really? It doesn't say when it was posted. Matt has a weak bladder tonight. God, go take well, It's only been 20 minutes. I know, what the fuck? <laughs> So, yeah, I just, I delighted in that. I thought that was very, very funny. And, yeah, it just puts a smile on my face to know that the Drudge Report still, as of 8.31 p.m. on April 15th, has this story up as a legit story. Yeah, they fucked up. I love it. (laughs) Love, 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 love. So... (laughs) <laughs> we t- we had Zach on here last week. He was a funny guy. We mentioned yeah. this before. Yeah. How did he enjoy being on the show? Uh, he enjoyed it so much, he might have to do his own podcast now. Oh, yeah? He put out there that he, on Facebook, about doing his own thing where he talks about stuff he's just pissed off at. <laughs> and everybody on Facebook responded so positive to, positively to it. Now he's like, oh, fuck, now I got to do I it. I kind of got to do it. So that would be the whole... The whole gist of the show is things that make Zach angry? Yes. Awesome. I, was, I was trying to look up real quick what he was going to name the show, because I still have it. I had messaged him in the phone, and I'm just trying to say words while my phone searches for the post. I can say words, too, while your phone is searching All for right. the post. Can you say words, Matt? Words? <laughs> words. Oh, uh, he wants to call it Me Gusta. Me Gusta. I use that term a lot. Mm-hmm. Me gusta. Oh, it's gonna be called no me gusta. And then yeah, no me gusta. So that's 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 his uh, his Facebook reads. I want to start a podcast called No Me Gusta, where I just spend an hour talking about things I don't like every week. <laughs> I know, I know, it sounds a little negative and maybe even depressing, but I think it'd be very uh, cathartic. Uh, cathartic. Uh, maybe I end up each episode with something like The Daily Show's Moment of Zen, which I would do something, of course, called Megusta. 
Me gusta. Yeah, he was he was a good dude. I, your brother seems very nice. Yeah, he's a good guy. You guys don't look all that similar, though. That's what I say, and everybody else is like, dude, you and your brother look a lot alike. I'm like, I don't... Even if I grew a beard, I don't... I mean, we have similarities, but I don't think we look that much alike. Yeah, well, Matt asked me... Uh, before you showed up, if, if I'll you tell guys, him what I asked. If you guys look <laughs> look very similar, I'm like, mm. yeah, after a little while looking at them both, you could pick out a little bit of similarity here and there, but not not a whole was, lot. Like I wouldn't see the two of you just out and about and go, oh, you guys are obviously uh, br- brothers. brothers. Yeah, I was expecting more vocal similarities. You have a stronger accent than he does. You do. You don't have to think yeah. about it. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to. I, <laughs> well, geez, I don't know. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I just got some worms yesterday, but uh, well, it, they didn't say I had an accent. But Zach is also an English teacher, yes, and lives in Chicago, right? Okay, where Utah, I can see fostering more of an accent. Chicago, I can't really see where. And, and he's lived East Coast, West Coast, mm-hmm. Central Coast. Yeah, you've lived kind of more than just on the coasts, though. Me? Yeah. I lived well I lived in Wisconsin, Utah, Iraq, Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I spent some time in uh Kyrgyzstan. Uh-huh. All the stands. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I went to the stands. There's a lot of I'm stands. all up in the stands. You know, some people go to Florida <laughs> for the summer vacation. I go to the stands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna pull up the tabs here for the things that I was doing on the computers. So, should should we tell them what tonight's subject is? Jamo. No, leave them in the dark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in the dark, it is. No, sir. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about GMO. So do I. Yeah. Because it's been happening a lot lately. It it comes up quite frequently, and the thing that I find very encouraging is that, uh, you know, I. When I first started looking into all of it, it was because I had this vaguely anti-GMO opinion of things. Mm, I did at first, too. Vaguely? Vaguely. Was that all it was? Well, yeah, I would say because I didn't I didn't go out of my way to like visit Natural News mm-hmm. or Merkola yeah. or any of the fucking quack watch... Any of the sites that are listed on Quack Watch as being, you know, dipshittery. Yeah. I didn't listen to the food, babe. None of that bullshit. Um, but I did see lots and lots of people that I know to be very intelligent people posting things that were kind of frightening. And, and you know, you know I'd see pictures of Frankenfood. Yeah. With... Uh, Apple with a face on it or a piece of corn running down the road with tentacles or shit. I don't know. Just Or even the uh, the one with the corn. Like, here's organic corn, here's GMO corn. The GMO corn hadn't been touched. I'd seen someone else do the same exact thing. It's like, well, both pieces of corn got eaten up just the same. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that's, that's actually one of the arguments that I hadn't thought of. So I earlier today had typed out all of these uh, arguments and... and memes and ideas that people post all the time and talk about all the time to support their view that GMOs are a bad thing. And, you know, a lot of the time I, I see people who will post something like, oh, well, 
you know, I, I know this friend or I have a friend who owns a farm and he had this kind of corn planted and then his neighbor had this kind of corn planted that was GMO and all of the bugs were eating my friend's corn and they weren't eating the GMO corn. Yep. And I'm like, well, that's what GMO kind of the whole fucking point. <laughs> yeah. It, they're, they're supposed to not want to eat the corn. That's part of the whole fucking deal. Yeah. What fallacy is it where it's bad because insects don't eat it? <laughs> Would that be an appeal to nature? Well, the whole thing is a naturalistic fallacy yeah. anyway. But Yeah. So, well, should we start with a definition? Of? GMO. Sure. GM foods. So GMO stands for genetically modified organism, uh, which can can be a whole bunch of things. But we're talking tonight about GMO foods and right. crops in particular. Altering the genetic makeup, uh, testing in a laboratory for desired qualities. Most common modification is to add one or turn on uh, genes in a plant's genome. Less commonly, genes on. are removed or silenced. Um, selective breeding, also called artificial selection, is a process by which humans breed other animals or plants for particular traits. Is also genetic modification. Correct. Which has been going on for thousands of years. It's just a much slower and more dangerous process. Right. Dogs, horses, cats, corn, carrots, bananas, seedless watermelons, all GM. Um, and it's been going on forever. Dogs are GM wolves. Chihuahuas are GM rodents or whatever. And <laughs> all that... All yeah, that stuff. They're is all genetically <laughs> modified from their original species of yeah. form, right? Whether it was natural or or through selective breeding, and we've you know we've we've done selective breeding on animals, crops. That's what humans do, right? We go in and we fuck things up. We try to make, we try to change them, we try to improve them, we try to make them better. Yeah, that sounds like fucking it up. <laughs> I was curious about well, your that, choice of words there. Well, but that's what that's what the that's what the anti-GMO people say, right? Is that we fuck everything up. You know, according okay. if you extend a lot of the arguments for for the anti-GMO people, uh, as far as things not being natural, and we need to get back to our natural roots and how things were made initially, fucking strip down naked and go find a nice cave to live yeah. comfortably for the rest of your life. Yeah, or live in straw and mud and just rely on the sun for heat, and that's it. Yeah, I mean that. If I mean, you there, want to there, take there, the naturalistic viewpoint to it to its extreme, then just fucking go and do yeah. that, and leave the rest of us to live in our homes and enjoy technology. And eat delicious food while you're munching on twigs and berries. Right. Um, and I got some twigs and berries right here. <laughs> in, the, in Dan's laboratory. Uh, I got you twig and giggle berries right here. So an analogy that I was thinking about earlier about changing genomes would be like if you took a fetal human and or embryonic probably more appropriately. Mm -hmm. If humans had a cancer gene and went in and sort of switched that gene off in an embryonic human and let them develop uh, with a total immunity to ever being able to get cancer at all. Uh, <gasps> Don't do that. You're tampering with God's creation and, or you're making Franken babies. Yeah. Franken babies. Right. So <laughs> now you have a person that, <laughs> now you have a person that grows up that's totally on, uh, you're totally incapable of ever contracting cancer uh, to any degree. And I guarantee you would have nobody pointing at that person and saying, is it even human? Yeah. What's in that human? What's it made what's of? What's it made of? I just I just want it to wear a shirt that says I can't. I'm GM. I'm G, I'm a GMO. That's I'm a like GMO the, product. Uh, right. Like what's 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 in that human? It's yeah. human is in that human. Yeah. It just all they did was turn on or off or selected certain genes within the genome to 
make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like which the is, movie Gattaca, which is what I've not seen that movie. you know uh, no. genetic engineering and the and these companies do. They're trying to improve things. I don't I don't understand the argument from people who are like, well, who knows what they're doing and why they're doing it, and you know these, this could be really harmful. And it's it, it's kind of like, okay, do you think that they're going to develop a product? that is going to kill off all of their customers. Sure, the tobacco companies do that all the time. Okay, but the tobacco companies created... They didn't even create. They just, they started using an existing product that nobody at the time knew for certain was harmful. You know, there's all kinds of ads saying that it was beneficial for you before they did a lot of scientific research on it. And then, the net, and then a lot of the tobacco companies buried that research. We learn from things all the time. Being anti-GMO and saying things like that is is conspiracy nut batshittery. I mean, you're you're basically saying that you know they and it kills me because they argue so many self-contradictory things. Right? They'll say that well, these large companies are just in it for the money and they can do whatever they want and they they can convince and they can buy scientists, but you know the climate change is totally real. Yeah. So. That that's like arguing that the 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 GMO companies or the genetic engineering companies who are making these crops and products who combined all of them, you know, all of the GE companies or all of the companies that are developing GMO products combined have you know less than a tenth of what ExxonMobil has yeah. as one oil company. And somehow with all of that vast wealth and power, Exxon hasn't been able to convince 98% of the world's scientists that climate change isn't happening and, and human caused. Yeah. But, you know, on the flip on the flip side of that coin, these ta- these small GMO companies have somehow magically managed to convince all of these scientists to join this conspiracy and they're spending all of this money to make sure that they can continue poisoning us. That's right. fucking Which, silly. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous and I mean, I'll be honest, when I first heard of GMOs, I was kind of like, what the fuck is this shit all about? Because everything I heard was a negative right. side that was the uh, crying crying wolf the whole time. It was like, but it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck this unnatural food, Twinkie. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't care because I don't eat vegetables. Nom, nom, nom. I was kind of like, whew. I guess I'm safe because I won't be eating I, those franken vegetables. I don't eat veggies, so I'm in the clear. <laughs> I didn't hear about no franken bacon yet. I'll be just fine. Uh, but I, I had mentioned earlier that you know I was I was kind of on the anti-GMO bandwagon for a little while because, like I said, I, I would see all of these people who I know to be very intelligent people posting these ridiculous claims about GMO foods that they were harmful, that they were poisoning the environment, they're killing us all slowly. That's what's causing autism. That's what's causing cancer. That's what's causing any any type of malady that you want, Alzheimer's. Uh, fucking, you know, all of these different things that are that are happening out in the world, you know, GMOs are just contributing to it and making it worse. And I thought, oh, that's, that's really good. bad. That's that's terrible. And so I would I would just regurgitate this shit. I would see a, a picture of Franken food and think, ooh, that's funny and scary. I'd better warn people to the Facebook, and I will post it out there, and everybody will be forewarned, and I will feel better. I will feel better about myself. I don't need to do any research. Obviously, these other people have done all of this by themselves originally, or they wouldn't be posting this crazy shit. And uh, and I did that for several months. And 
you know, I can't even I can't even remember what exactly was the trigger to make me go and check this out on my own. Um, it might have just been one of those things where I thought, you know, I haven't really done any research on this by myself. Maybe it's not entirely correct. And so then I started going out and researching. And over the last year, uh, I mentioned earlier that, that something I've found very encouraging is that over the last year, I've noticed a definite shift away from people being so inflammatory and so crazy about about their comments and posts about GMO to where it used to be, oh, it's Frankenfood, it's causing cancer, and we're all going to die, and you're going to go blind, and you're going to grow hair around your penis. Uh, what, pu- nothing? Pu- puberty? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, you'll get fat eyeball, you know, <laughs> whatever weird fucking thing they were saying. I, I've, I've noticed a definite shift away from that kind of stuff to more to more tempered and more nuanced arguments against it, but still a lot of bullshit arguments against it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't see very many people posting Frankenfood images anymore. I don't see many people saying that, you know, GMO food causes cancer in everything or that if you eat GMO food, you're going to get autism. Or... Because they've made the claims and it hasn't been happening. Right. Well, and 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 there's been there's been a lot of people like myself who have done a whole fuck ton of research and 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 I mean that I I've spent hundreds and hundreds of hours of reading all kinds of shit about GMO and from good resources I've read actual scientific research papers and and the evidence purported you know the evidence shown both for and against and and the arguments on both sides and the arguments against GMOs are consistently lacking or just based on fucking bullshit and so I'm, I've been very encouraged to see that, you know, people like myself are kind of pushing back against the flood of misinformation yeah. and, and dipshittery that's out there about GMO products. And I was never anti-GMO per se. The fact that I work for a division of Monsanto is not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no. waiting for those shill books to start rolling in. Uh, yeah, but because I just hadn't made up my mind without looking into it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because that's irresponsible. Yeah. Well, and that's why um, I say I was vaguely anti-GMO because I didn't really. Yeah, but but there's I a lot, really made up my mind necessarily. I was just regurgitating shit that I'd heard other people say. But there's a lot of people who aren't vaguely anti. Oh right. They're yeah. extremely anti, and yeah. they haven't done anything to check out whether or not this stuff's true. Right. Um, or or they have, and they've only visited one site, or they've only read one one research paper. Yeah, by Alex Jones. <laughs> Um, But a Gallup poll from July found that 48% of respondents believe that GM foods pose a serious health hazard. Not just just that they weren't equally as good as whatever other food they're talking about, but they pose a serious health hazard. And I wonder why, why, like, there's got to be some evidence to believe something, right? That's a a positive statement. It poses a serious, but, um, but then it goes on to say that within the scientific community, the debate over the safety of GM foods is over. Just like evolution, just like vaccines, just like climate change, there is no debate in science about the safety of GM foods. Correct. The overwhelming conclusion is, in the the words of the American Association for the Advancement of Science, that consuming foods containing ingredients derived from GM crops is no riskier than consuming the same foods containing ingredients from crop plants modified by conventional plant improvement techniques. Major scientific and governmental organizations agree. The U.S. National Academy of Sciences found that no adverse health effects attributed to genetic engineering have been documented in the human population. 
and a report issued by the European Commission made the same claim. The World Health Organization has concluded that GM foods are not likely nor have ever been shown to to present risks for human health. Now, unless all of these groups are in collusion and in some massive conspiracy um, against the person that thinks that, you know, that GM foods are bad, mm-hmm. unless all of these groups are are, are uh, conspiring together to kill that one liberal. But uh, I, I found a leaflet on this website called organicconsumers.org, mm-hmm. which says, a poison without borders. Farm workers are dying of chronic kidney diseases in Sri Lanka, India, Central America, where glycosate, the key ingredient in Monsanto's Roundup, is used to dry out crops like sugarcane and control weeds what? in rice paddies and coconut plantations. Wait, 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 back up. It's, it's being used to do what? Uh, it says Monsanto is being used to dry out crops <laughs> like sugarcane. So... So they're they're saying the glyphosate is being used to dry out crops. Yes. Huh. It also reads that cancer and birth, de- birth defects are skyrocketing in the fumigated towns of South America, where glyphosate is sprayed on Glyphos- vast glyphosate. Glyphosate is sprayed on vast plantations of Roundup Ready Roy soy. <laughs> Roundup Ready Roy. You got, you got hooked uh, on the R's there. <laughs> Roundup Ready Roy. Yes. Soy. Where are you reading this from? It's on organicconsumers.org. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> that voice? I'll bet they're listed on Quackwatch. <laughs> it also says, neurological diseases including uh, ADHD, Alzheimer's, right. autism, Parkinson's mm-hmm. are plaguing people in the U.S. where almost no organic foods or beverages have ingredients from Roundup Ready crops. Soy, <laughs> corn, cotton, cornola, sugar beets, cornola. and alfalfa, or from animals raised on cornola. <laughs> in the U.S., we've seen an explosion of digestive problems <laughs> and food allergies from likely gut syndromes to... Fuck that name of the disease. Studies suggested <laughs> these conditions are linked in part to the use of glycosates to speed up the drying of wheat crops in order to harvest them faster. Well, what do you got to say about that, Matt? <laughs> I would say that there are an awful lot of cases in which chemicals, uh, and that, that name itself has a bad connotation, but I just mean in, in chemistry Right, everything is chemistry. So there are everything there is chemicals. are chemicals. Everything, yeah. So chemicals may be present. Like, um, well, you just you read the answer before I read that. So I was I was in a golf tournament <laughs> a few weeks ago before the the convention in Memphis. Yeah, and the sponsor of the of the golf tournament was some insurance company, and they provided everybody, you know, their glossy card about their insurance company and stapled. Uh, Sunscreen to it, in yeah. Those little pouches, and you look at the little pouch, and it says "chemical free." And I was like, "Fuck, it's magic!" <laughs> yeah, there's no chemicals <laughs> it's in made here. out of ghost farts. <laughs> <laughs> You're rubbing whale semen on you, son. <laughs> but what I was saying is, like, you you can have chemicals in really nasty stuff, yes, and then have that same chemical be in something that's completely edible, and that chemical is either not an active ingredient in either one, or doesn't react the same way with the other things it's around. Like, you know, um, and, and hydrogen, hydrogen mixed with sulfur 
is really bad. That's a, that's a strong acid that nobody can ingest. Mm-hmm. So hydrogen mixed with oxygen is fucking water. So if you find, oh, well, hydrogen is in hy- hydro... hydro uh, hy- God damn it. Hydrogen monoxide. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, but you could you could say hydrogen is in uh in is in acid and that's what's in our water. Well, yeah, it's in your fucking water because but it has it's to be in a different form. Yes, yeah. but I mean it's bonding differently, it's acting differently. So you you'll find overlaps of chemicals that you know, yeah. there's only so many. But the fact that Monsanto uses stuff, look, I'm not saying I love Monsanto. I don't know, but I'm just saying for GM GMO stuff you might find a chemical in something that does this this particular chemical in all of its combination dries out crops or whatever the sinister thing is about it and then and then you also find that in foodstuffs well i mean doesn't mean anything they were linking it to monsanto's roundup which you had already read a thing saying that monsanto's product has had no ill effects on people when you used on the products. I didn't say anything about Monsanto yet. I'm well, I mean GM foods. Well, GM foods, but I mean, Monsanto's kind of like, well, they're, they're the, like, they're like the, they're the company that everybody points to as the GMO makers. Yeah, but right. they're, they're, Monsanto is the only company that makes GMO products and they're evil. They're, 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 they evil, gotta be. Evil, I tell you. <laughs> they gotta I'm be like, cool, they gotta be like the biggest though. after me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely a leader. Everybody points at Mon. Everybody points to Monsanto, and there's, you know, the marches against Monsanto and all of that kind of shit. I don't see anybody lining up to march against Syngenta or Bayer or Pfizer or any of the yeah. other GM companies. Right. Well, not only that, but Pfizer and Bayer make a whole fucking shit ton of non-natural stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, which, by the way, <clears throat> on a show I won't mention, but their most recent episode, somebody just had oral surgery and took a bunch of those non-natural <laughs> and took a bunch of those non-natural pills. What? No. Yeah. So, uh, so, but so, and well, and you know, we mentioned that everything is made of chemicals, right? Uh, one of the yes. best examples that I always use for people is to say, okay, you wouldn't go out and drink a tablespoon of chlorine. No. And and Is it Thursday? And a tablespoon of just pure sodium. Correct. Both of those are poisons. They would fucking kill you. But if you mix them together, yeah. you get table salt, right. which is delicious, and you put it on everything. Yeah. And it's wonderful, and it makes everything taste better, and it's great. But by themselves, yeah. those two chemicals are very fucking harmful. They're, they're poisonous. They will fucking kill you. Yeah, this is this is why people who touch those things have PhDs in chemistry, right? Because they they don't want lay person liberals working with that shit because they right. don't know what they're talking about. I'm not saying liberals don't. No. I'm a liberal, but I'm just saying that's the main. Like you're not getting a lot of pushback from Republicans right now on this particular issue, and I think liberals are wrong on it. Yeah, they definitely are. It's you know it's it's. It's weird. I, I mean, I understand. You know, there's, there's, there seems to be on the liberal left this this hippy dippy woo yeah. woo bullshit yeah. wing of the left side of politics that thinks vaccines are bad, that GMOs are bad, that fluoride is bad. You know, all of this stuff that is fucking anti science. And yeah. it kills me. Extremely anti science. You know, all of those views. I would like to fucking kick. Over to the right, where they already have—they're already full of—they're—they're they're just fucking chock full of crazy bullshit over on the right. Let's get rid of the oh, crazy yeah. bullshit on the left and have leave that to the people on the right because they're fucking—they're living in the stone ages anyway. Yeah, this this this, this kind of reasoning that we're finding with GM stuff 
has 9-11 truthers stink all uh, over it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big it's, fucking conspiracy. Yeah, GMO truthers. Yeah. That's what I'm calling you guys from now on. I'll say, <laughs> we know the truth about Monsanto and about... Our, yeah, you're the fucking GMO truthers. So you should, you should, you should play that Jimmy uh, Kimmel clip right about now. Okay. I think, I think it's be a good time to play it, talking about... No, maybe, maybe this is why people aren't fighting against it. Okay, let me yeah. pull it up. Um, is this from his show, I'm yes. guessing? Yes, this is from... Uh, according to a new study that was done by Consumer Reports... This is a pretty good one. A majority of packaged goods that are na- labeled natural are actually contain genetically modified ingredients, which makes it unclear you know, as to whether they are natural or not, because they grow, but they've been modified in a laboratory or whatever. Apparently, the FDA will allow companies to put the word natural on a product label as long as it says JKLOL on the back of the product. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> critics of genetically modified organisms or GMOs claim that they pose health risks. It's a complicated issue, though, because there isn't a lot of evidence to back that up. Still, some people are dead set against them. There's been legislation designed to limit GMOs. You see a- documentaries and angry Facebook posts about it. How many of you do not want GMOs in your body? Yes? Okay, a lot of people. All right. You get a lot of handshaking going on there. A whole lot of people. When people yeah. take a stance on a complicated issue, I wondered how many people who are against GMOs really know what they are. <laughs> so we sent a crew to one of our local farmer's markets to ask people why they avoid GMOs, and more specifically, what the letters GMOs stand for. Nice. Enjoy. <laughs> do you try to avoid GMOs in your diet? I do. Yeah. Tell me why. <laughs> Uh, I just there's just a vibration with GMOs uh, for me personally. It's just something that I don't uh, particularly want to put into my body. What does GMO stand for? Genetically modified. Genetically modified. Yo. The. Oh. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) What is a GMO? Oh, it's the preacher. Well, I'm not really sure. You have to make me familiar with that. What is a GMO? Do you try to avoid GMOs in your diet? Yeah, absolutely. Why is that? Um, Just the effects, I guess, on on myself. What does GMO stand for? Man. I wonder what the effects are. um, Yeah. Yeah. Under the grill. Let's see. I don't even remember. Put me under the grill. <laughs> uh, Do you try to avoid GMOs in your diet? Absolutely. Why? Because they're not good for you. Duh. <laughs> what is a GMO? It's it's a uh, genetically monof- mono. I don't know what is it. <laughs> you are eating whole foods. You want to eat what you're. You're eating. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to eat what you see. And so, and you're avoiding processed food, but when the whole food is somehow contaminated, <laughs> that's, avoid, that's kind of making it a moot. Oh my God, Jesus. What does GMO stand for? Genetically manufactured. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what is a GMO? A uh, general, general modified ingredient. Right? <laughs> what is GMI? Uh, it's a gen. It's a something modified. She's just a genital. Do you try to avoid GMOs? <laughs> Sometimes, not a whole lot, but you know, I, I try. What is a GMO? <laughs> I don't know. Where? <laughs> I was just going along with it. I don't know what GMO is. <laughs> what is a GMO? I don't know. I know it's like some corn 
bad stuff, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it's bad, but I know it's bad. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's bad. What is yeah. a GMO? I don't know, so I really don't care. <laughs> it doesn't affect me. I'm not sick. I'm fine. <laughs> what is a GMO? The genetically modified organism. Bing bing bing. Which GMO spelled backwards? OMG. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, there you go. Now we have to figure out what an OMG says. There, there you go. There, there's some populace sitting around a place getting their non-GMO foods. Those are all the people who hate GMOs and yeah. know that they're bad. And of course, that's not everybody no, in right. the anti-GMO no. movement. However, but still, it's it it does illustrate. I mean, this is the same kind of thing that mo- like a great percentage of these anti-GMO people are going to be willing to say. I'm not going to accept these kinds of arguments for the existence of God, for anti-vax, for 9-11 truth, for evolution, any number of other things. They're going to look at that and go, these people are just silly and ignorant. And they and mm-hmm. they have no idea what they're – like, it's not, it's not that – you know, I think they're stupid idiots, and not you know, it's none of that. They just don't know what they're talking they're, about. They're I mean, ignorant they, on a subject, and they're passing that ignorance along. Yeah, right. I mean, and yeah, and they've they've heard it, and so yeah, they're just regurgitating like Dan was doing for that brief period. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's just they just don't know. I mean, they honestly want to do the best thing for themselves, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, the, you know, so so I mentioned what I find encouraging is that I don't see. All of these wild posts anymore. What I find holy and in, and and just soul crushingly uh, bad or sad uh, and and completely discouraging is when I can have a conversation with somebody about GMO and they can be anywhere from hardline anti-GMO to you know they they're a I don't knowist or they're they're iffy or <laughs> they think it's bad but they don't really know why. And we can have this discussion, and I can, you know, they'll 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 present all of the reasons why they think GMOs are bad, and I can explain to them in the simplest terms possible why those thoughts are wrong, and I can provide them with specific resources that tell them that this is wrong, and they'll go, yeah, okay, 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 you sure? And then a week later, I see them making the same fucking arguments again. That crushes me like i feel like i've wasted my fucking time talking to these people the other part that really fucking bothers me is when i have a discussion with somebody and they make a statement that says there's absolutely nothing you could ever say that will change my mind about this yep okay ken ham yeah (laughs) why are we having this discussion then yep that's not being very skeptical then no it's not being skeptical at all or open-minded a true skeptic is open-minded, always. They're open to seeing evidence that would support something that runs counter or in support of what they believe, as long as it's good evidence. They don't cut themselves off and say, there's nothing you can ever say that would ever change my mind about this. I would even say that the best skeptics... That's a dogmatic, indefensible position. Yeah, it is. It is. That's that's what religious people do. Right. Yeah, and I, I would even take it a step further to parrot one of Christopher Hitchens' ideas that was... Uh, uh, the best skeptics are the ones who apply the most scrutiny to their deeply held, be- their own deeply held beliefs. Correct. Yeah, I um, all, I go in but, search of things that run counter to what I currently believe yeah, because I want to make sure that what I believe is correct. Yeah, right. I don't want to. I don't want to float through life or 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 say a bunch of shit that isn't correct and have other people think yeah. 
that that's me or I believe that or, or that that is correct. I don't want to mislead people. I want to believe as many true things as possible and as few false things as possible, as Matt Dillahunty says. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to... I don't want to believe false things. And so I go in search of counter arguments to the things that I believe to make sure that what I believe is correct. That's what someone does that cares about the truth. Right. I, the, and the, I do. The, I care about the truth. Yeah, but the dogmatic approach is someone who cares about how it makes them feel. Right. Yeah. Whether or not it's true. Yeah. And and that's that's the part that's disappointing. Yeah. Um it it just there there there's so many frustrating things about it and it's such a wide you know, it's one of those things, it's almost like trying to squash bad religious ideas that were all invented within the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like trying to condense all of Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, all of the major religions, all of the even smaller religions that have, you know, a thousand different arguments against any other particular religion within them, and condensing that all into one topic and then trying to refute all of the bad information spread about it within the last 20 to 40 years. Right. Versus 2000 plus. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's, you know, it's, it's like playing whack-a-mole, you know, you, you can, you can get rid of one bad argument and then another one pops up and, and it's just people continuing with their, with their confirmation bias and, and, continuing to feed on what they already believe or want to believe versus what is true and correct. Yep. And it kills me. Yep. I totally agree. Um, many researchers working on GM crops are in fact trying to solve important problems such as feeding a growing population, keeping food prices affordable worldwide, making healthier fruits and vegetables widely available. Yep. Healthier confronting the challenging growing conditions of a changing climate, saving, say, Florida's oranges or Hawaii's papayas from pests, and fighting malnourishment in the developing world. For many of these problems, genetic engineering is faster, more cost-effective, and more reliable than conventional breeding methods, and it's safe. And there's a whole list of benefits I just gave yeah. that are primarily liberal issues. So what's the fucking problem? Did any of you guys see natural. the movie Interstellar? No. It was actually. I thought was it was that, pretty good. Was that the recent one with uh, uh, the car guy, the Lincoln guy? <laughs> yeah, uh, that one, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, that guy. I have no interest in this kind of car, but what I do? <laughs> Wait, so, why is he the car guy? He, he's doing these really shitty, fucking awful Lincoln commercials. He's, he's trying to be the uh, the Stella guy. No, the Dosekis. Dosekis. He's he's oh, the really? he's the Dosecki's guy for automobiles basically yeah. now. Just not as badass. And he's not interesting at all. Really? Well, anyways, <laughs> in that movie, <laughs> I was going to say does he stand up there and like uh Linga wants me to no, shirt off. No, it's it's him. It's usually him driving around in his car just All by himself at night. Oh, okay. Down a road, only just car on it. Speaking these deepities aloud. Mm. So, anyway, what do you do? Oh, so in the movie Interstellar don't worry if you haven't seen it yet. This is not a deal breaker here. But, <laughs> or a, uh, or a, a, a spoiler. Spoiler, yeah. Uh, there's a massive drought going on. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to have all these people farming foods, and, and foods keep dying and dying out and dying out. Like, hey, this will be the last beet harvest of the year. This is the last harvest of this ever because the, the crop is now gone. Well, Monsanto is designing foods to withstand droughts to use less water. Mm-hmm. So if they would have had Monsanto plants... <laughs> that were drought resistant seeds, 
They could have lasted a lot fucking longer. Or not longer. even specifically Monsanto. Yeah, I mean, there, there are I mean, a lot of different... Yeah, I don't give a shit about them. I yeah, just, there are a lot of different I guess companies They're, they're just are, the first company that pops in my head every fucking yeah. time I think of it. Well, like right, most people, that's, it's, that's the, it's one the that big name out there. It, right. And, I mean, they're doing great fucking work. They're, they're, they're doing a science, man. They're, they're, they're <laughs> trying to develop things. Science. They're trying to develop crops that are more hardy, that can withstand the extreme climate changes that we see happening around us now. I mean... You know, like three weeks, California right now. Three weeks ago, I got a sunburn while out golfing in my shorts. My legs are still peeling from it, and today we had fucking six to eight inches of snow in yeah. the valley. You know, it's we, been snowing for two days almost. We have these wild swings in climate, and it's not just happening here in Utah. It's happening all over the yeah. fucking globe. So they're trying to develop these crops that will grow in way too much water, not enough water, that, that are just more hardy, that, that, not are, that not only are more hardy, but can provide more nutrients for people. That that provide better crop yields that are less expensive yeah. to maintain and grow. Wasn't there? There was a rice and I that thought are was, better for our environment. That's yeah. the other key yeah, thing that the, I wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will. We'll get okay. it. I have a whole rant because there was that. a okay. uh, there was a rice I thought that was invented. Where right now when people do the rice patties, yeah, they get to flood those things with a lot of water and fill the whole area. Now they can just put just a little bit of water in. Yeah, and it, and it does just fine. Well, and it's not just that; it's that it provides vitamin A and beta uh, beta carotene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more minerals. Which, yeah, which de- which delivers vitamin A to people who, without this, go blind. They fucking die. People die from vitamin A def- deficiencies. Yeah. worldwide, all the time, tens of thousands of people die from this every uh, fucking year. I'm not dead yet. Tens of thousands yeah. of people die from this every year, and so they've made golden rice. And because of the because of the fears surrounding GMO products, you know you have you have these activist groups who are completely fucking ignorant of what they're doing and why, destroying scientific research where they're growing these crops to 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 benefit humankind, and they're they're breaking barriers down and going out and wiping out entire fields of scientific research yep. because because of these unfounded and oft repeated shitty fucking fears about GMO products. Yep. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna say you know like just to sum it up that every single living organism that has undergone even a single step of evolution is GMO. Yes, every single They've thing. They've all been genetically modified. Yeah, every single thing from the very beginning for you know four billion years ago. Absolutely. To now, the very first bacteria that mated with another bacteria and gained any kind of properties or uh, traits or, or anything DNA else. information. DNA, yeah. yeah was absolutely. genetically modified. And that's, that's what we're talking about. It's not some wholly manufactured laboratory food. No, it's not at all. It's, it's, just, it's just changing some little thing in the genome to make it better suited for some certain environment where malnourished people live that they can be that they can eat better and right and and the further we move along this path of of genetic manipulation and engineering and, and genetically modified organisms the better the science gets and the safer it gets and people don't seem to fucking understand that you know in the past when when we would do selective breeding we would take a plant that had a trait that we liked and cross, try to cross it with another plant that was similar but had a different trait that we wanted and so we would we you know we'd try to crossbreed these, and hope that it didn't pass on any tra- any of the traits that we didn't want. Right now we can go in and select individual genes yeah, and say them. this is what I want, this is what I want to pass on, and this is what I don't want. Right, yeah. right, and and you can be entirely selective. You don't have to you don't have to worry about contamination or or 
or spreading these bad traits that you don't want. You can select specific traits and pass those on through genetic engineering into the crops that you want and, and create the desired product that you want. Right. And people have this concern, well, then they're just manipulating things and they don't know the long-term effects of it and what it's going to do. Yeah, we actually do because we're still taking a gen- a gene from one thing, putting it in something else that we know that the gene that we just transferred doesn't fucking harm anything. Yeah, it's not a new yeah. gene. Right. They're not they're not like I said, they're not manufacturing this out of nothing. These are already existing genomes. They're taking certain parts of them or they're ignoring other parts of them. I mean, this that's how you get beautifully fruity bananas with very small seeds. Right. Find that in the wild. Or no seeds, you know, or watermelon, or watermelon with, with no seeds. No seeds. That, that's not that's not a naturally viable product. Right. And if the GMO crops were that bad, we would have tons of dead cattle everywhere because they've been feeding on this shit since the nineteen ninety six. I think is what no. It was. Here's the thing, though we've we've been eating GMO foods, GM foods for ten thousand years. Well, no, but the actual yeah. lab made ones, the actual lab made foods where they go into the lab and they name they mix up. The stuff inside it's of the them. It's the same. It's the same, dude. <laughs> well, the, but it is and it isn't. It's actually just getting more safe. It's it's yeah. Well, it is, but uh, but the ones that are specifically talking about here, the engineered foods, the en- the engineered crops. Cattle been eating that since the nineties. Go on, Mister Jones. Well, no, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just... <laughs> well, no, cattle been eating it since the nineties. If it was yeah, so yeah, bad, yeah. you'd be finding. If it was so harmful, you'd be finding dead cattle fucking everywhere. It's the thing is it's not even it's not even I, the question of harm. I don't even know why that's a question. It's nonsense. Yeah, it's food. It's the same as food has ever been. There's nothing different about GM foods and any other food you find in the. I mean, only that it's better. Yeah, I still won't eat. I still won't eat my veggies. <laughs> yeah, GM or otherwise, yeah, or otherwise, yeah. fuck them. <laughs> So, so real quick, I wanted to read. You know, people people are often curious about the safety of GMO foods. This is foods. fucking ridiculous. No wonder why I quit beer. <laughs> Matt's got to go pee again. <laughs> That's number three. We've only been sitting here for an hour. So, so people people often question the safety of GMO foods. Uh, I just wanted to read this real quick. Quote: Currently available transgenic crops and foods derived from them have been judged safe to eat, and the methods used to test their safety have been deemed appropriate. These conclusions represent the consensus, not just one fucking body of science or one organization. It is a consensus of the scientific evidence surveyed by the IS- ICSU in 2003, 12 fucking years ago. Yeah. And we're still having this argument. And they are consistent with the views of the World Health Organization, who published similar results in 2002. These foods have been assessed for increased risks to human health by several national regulatory authorities. Inter alia, Argentina, Brazil, Canada, China, the United Kingdom, and the United States, using their national food safety procedures from ICSU. To date, no verifiable, untoward, toxic, or nutritionally deleterious effects resulting from the consumption of foods derived from genetically modified crops have been discovered anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. That's from the genetic, that's from the GM Science Review Panel. Many millions of people have consumed foods derived from GM plants, mainly maize, corn, soybean, and oilseed rape, without any observed adverse effects. There's no safety problems with these products. So what you're telling me is GMOs are okay. One, one, of, the, one of the arguments 
that people point to is the Seralini rat test, where oh, yeah. where the one yeah. Seralini fed fed things to rats, and they developed tumors. What they don't tell you, what people who use this study don't tell you, is that this has since been revoked and rebuked by every major scientific journal and organization that studies GMO. On a number of levels. On a number of levels, because it was shitty fucking science. Seralini has an agenda. He is an organic dude. He's one of the holistic, homeopath, fucking or- all-organic guys. And... And rats get tumors really easily. The rats he used these specifically. Ones, yeah. The like albino he, rats get them all the time. Well, the rats he used are prone to that. That's what yeah. they're known for. Hyper prone to yeah. cancer. Yeah. And and that study has been widely debunked. And people still use it. And it's uh, that's actually one of the things that I love to argue against when, is when they present that one because that one is so easily just dismissed as, okay, apparently you haven't read anything since 2005. Right. right. Um, I just wanted to go on to say that there are at least 42 publications extractable from the PubMed database that describe research reports of feeding studies from GM feed or food products derived from GM crops. The overwhelming majority of, publica- overwhelming majority of publications report that GM feed or food product no, produce no significant differences in the test animals. The two studies reporting negative results were published in 98 and 99, and no confirmation of these effects have been, have been published since. Uh, many studies have been published since 2002, and all have reported no negative impact of feeding GM feed to the test species. Um, I just want to say again, why are people accepting this kind of evidence as overwhelming for things like evolution, vaccines, uh, the material makeup of stars, Democrat presidents are better for the economy, so on, and even for God. But uh, denying favorable evidence um, to accept beliefs is kind of a right-wing thing to do. <laughs> and yeah, super not a, right-wing not thing applying, to do. Not applying this, just totally disca- discounting all of this kind of evidence is inconsistent and irrational. Absolutely, and there's, there aren't very many rational arguments against GMO crops. Um, one of the argument, another one of the arguments that I hear all the time is that uh, GMO crops result in a higher use of pesticides and herbicides. No, nope. which is absolutely fucking false. They're designed to not need herbicides and pesticides, or not nearly as much. Yeah, um, and the products that they do use on the GM crops are much more safe than things that we that we've used in the past. Um, you know, some of some of the points of of creating these gm these, these gmo products are that they're they're using specific genes from one plant who produces its own herbicide or its own pesticide naturally and combining that with this this other product so that they don't have to use as much herbicide and pesticide if any at all because because the natural predators for these things the the bugs or the weeds that would that would get in there are naturally repelled by the substance that the plant itself is creating. Yeah. And then people go, oh, so it's making these these toxins by itself? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, it is. But the other thing to remember is that not all things are poisonous to all other things. Yeah. Right. 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 Like chocolate, for us humans, is yes. fucking delicious. Oh, yeah. Love that shit. It's uh, good for you. 
I wouldn't mind some chocolate brownies right now. Small amounts of chocolate are good for you. They improve your health in vi- they improve your health in various uh, different ways. Dark chocolate is good for you. Give that shit to your dog. He's dying. It'll make your dog really fucking sick. Yeah. Or any number of things like grapes, garlic, onions. Right. Dogs can't have any of that. Yeah, dogs can't have any of that. There's a difference between species. We don't all process everything the exact same fucking way. And so when people say, oh, well, they're putting these poisons into the food now, and then that's going to make us humans very, very sick because they're making these poisons in the food now, yeah. and it's going to make us sick, and we'll be well, sick. And the, similarity, <laughs> the similarities between humans and dogs are much greater than they are between humans and plants or humans and insects. Correct. So even there. And those herbicides they're spraying on them were so good for us, too, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, the, the herbicides of the past. Yeah. Fucking awesome. DDT? Mmm. Good a stuff. Of DDT is a, as a pesticide? Mmm. You gotta love that. Not really, because it was bad. It was yeah. bad, okay? It fucked you up. DDT like, was bad, okay? It was very, very effective yeah. in controlling malaria and yeah. in killing mosquitoes. Not so good for humans. No. Well, um, it basically killed everything. Yeah. DD, yeah, it's... <laughs> I remember, I remember uh, seeing videos of... of People walking around behind these uh, mosquito fogger trucks. They were spraying DDT, and in the past it was like, oh, this is safe stuff. It's great. And kids running around behind it and everything. And Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. Now now they're sick or dead. But Which, which makes me wonder what they're spraying around that on feeds, base. But that feeds into the notion of people today saying, oh, well, we've heard all of this. We've heard, we've heard the same thing in the past. We've heard the same thing in the past, as if we don't ever fucking learn from any mistakes yeah. that we've ever made. That we don't do more rigorous testing on these well, things. That we don't do a whole lot more research to make sure that there are no deleterious effects. To be fair, they are used to dealing with Republicans <laughs> who, who, who don't learn. They want to decommission all safety regulations and boards and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, but we have. We've learned. Our science has gotten better. Yeah, and, and I mean, to, to try to compare... The, the shit that you would see with DDT in the, 40, in, the, in the 50s and 60s to what we have today would be like trying to compare, fuck, I don't know, just analog radio to digital downloads of music. I mean, it's completely fucking different. We've advanced so fucking much in that amount of time. And so you can't just point to that and say, oh, well, this is what we did in the past. That's, that means that that's what we're always going to do in the future. No, we've fucking learned from things. We've yeah. improved. The scientific process has improved. The, the, you know, back, in, back in the day, we didn't even know that there were some types of maladies or that there were some types of substances that would, that would have deleterious effects. We know these things now. Yeah. I was just going to further bolster what you guys were saying with um, more of this article, which is... Uh, Increases in crop management productivity can be made all along the line, tillage, water use, fertilization, weed and pest control, and harvesting. However, for the genetic improvement of food crops to continue at a pace sufficient to meet the needs of the 8.3 billion people projected to be on this planet at the end of the quarter century, both conventional technology and biotechnology are necessary. Uh, transgenic varieties and hybrids of cotton, maize, and potatoes containing genes from Bacillus uh, thuringiensis that effectively control a number of serious insect pests are now being success- successfully introduced commercially in the United States. The use of such varieties will greatly reduce the need for insecticides. Considerable progress has been made in the development of transgenic plants of cotton, maize, oil, ra- oilseed, rape, soybeans, sugar beet, and wheat with tolerance to a number of herbicides. The development of these plants could lead to a reduction in overall herbicide use through more specific interventions and dosages. 
not only will this development lower production costs, it also has important environmental advantages. Um, so that, that's exactly what we were already talking about. But I mean, the science is there to prove all of this stuff. If you yeah. would just take a few minutes and look for it for yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And and you mentioned uh, sugar beets. Yeah. So that that kind of brings me to another topic that that I hear all the time. That well, I may not be against GMOs, but I want to fucking know if I'm eating them. Okay, so. The problems with labeling GMOs are are multi- there there are multiple layers of problems with this, right? So first, define GMO for me. Define what we should label as being a GMO product. Would that be anything and everything that has ever been genetically manipulated through natural selection? Are you talking about only natural selection? Are you talking about only gene gun uh, genetic manipulation? Are you talking about specific gene selectors and crossbreeding of plants as this? Do you want to know everything that is ever derived from any of those products? What do you want on your label? Do you want to know all of the chemical compounds within anything and everything? The problem mm-hmm. with the, the, the mm-hmm. other major problem with, with saying that you want labels on GMO products yeah. is how do you distinguish between yeah. a GMO tomato and a tomato that you think is conventionally grown. As I said, first you would have to define what you th- what you think shouldn't be labeled as GMO. You know, are we talking about? Well, I mean, that's nearly impossible, even from the side of knowing what GMO kind of is. Right. You, uh, you and and but then, for a truther, that's impossible. I mean, do you want me to go out and label every tomato as this is a tomato? Well, I mean, but when if you get further away from just the plant. Like you got your grocery store where you you can buy a tomato, you can buy your corn, you can buy whatever. But when you got like a bag of potato chips, mm-hmm. the corn that was used to make that potato chips was taken from farms all over this fucking country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different seeds, different herbicides on every single one of those fucking farms. And you know one of one of the things that I point to when people say that we should have uh, labels on GMO foods is you know we kind of have a de facto GMO label because we have. The organic label, right? Right. You see different foods labeled as organic, organic or not organic, or they don't label them as not organic, but they, they label, yeah. There's there's well, the there's the organic label, right, or the all natural label, as if there are supernatural foods out there, which that's something I've <laughs> yeah. never fucking understood, right? I mean, you have natural food and what? What else do yeah. you have besides Twinkies? Natural food. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say ghost chips. <laughs> so, so you have you have this label of organic. The thing that people don't seem to realize about this organic label is that that doesn't spread equally across all crops for across the globe, right? No, you can have USDA certified organic labels, which means that the source product. And all of its uh, all of its component products were grown under some strict guidelines laid down by the USDA. Hopefully, hopefully they were. Can you guarantee me that all of the manufacturers of all of the component products followed that perfectly to the no, letter? There are just, there are absolutely no you're trusting no herbicides or pesticides that are not on the approved list have have snuck in there they've tested every little bit of everything that goes in there all of the component products even if it's just one thing can you guarantee me that 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 has had sufficient oversight 
from the USDA to make sure that there are no quote unquote inorganic yeah. <laughs> items in there. So space rocks. So so but we have we have the USDA USDA organic label, right? What many people don't fucking know is that most foods aren't labeled specifically USDA organic. They have this more umbrella label of just being organic, organic. foods, which when you take the time to do a little bit of research about this, you'll quickly find that imports from other countries don't have the same fucking guidelines that we have here in the United States. So something labeled as organic in fucking Uganda isn't the same as something grown organic here in the United States. Yep. So which organic label are you going to look at? Are you going to always make sure that you look at the USDA or make sure that it is a USDA official organic label? How are you going to do that? And how are you going to guarantee that everything in there has actually been inspected by the USDA to ensure compliance with all of the regulations around that? More important than how is why. Right. Yeah, why does it fucking matter? Like I said, you know, people who say that they want to label things that are GMO, what label do you want on there? And one of the comments that I've seen is, well, I can go to the grocery store and I can look at my kids' cereal box and it lists the ingredients right there. Yeah, you know what the ingredients are? Corn, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. sugar. You know, it doesn't tell you where the corn came from, yeah. where the sugar came what from. What kind of pesticide may have been used on How difficult on it? can it be? It tells me what the ingredients are. What Again, kind of soil do you want it was broken, grown in? Right. Do you, want it broken, do you want it broken down to tell you what specific pesticides and herbicides were used on every individual component within there? Do you want to only know the individual components? Or do you want to know the fucking chemical breakdown of every fucking thing in there? If you look at the chemical breakdown of a banana, there's fucking 50 compounds in there. Do you want to know every fucking chemical compound in there? Or do you just want to know, this banana was grown in the U.S. and the USDA hopefully followed and inspected everything around it? (laughs) Well, the other thing, I mean, even if even if they did, it's put fucking labels, ludicrous. Even if they did put labels on bananas, what's in your banana is a banana. It's a banana. Either way, whether it's GM or not, <laughs> it's a banana, and it's the same. Yeah, they both have the same genome. One might have switches on that the other one doesn't. Who knows? Whatever. But it's the same genome. Yeah, this banana was grown in this country under these temperate conditions on this date. With this yeah. pesticide and this herbicide, and the farmer in this type the of field soil, this many times, and the soil was tested to ensure that it only contained these specific compounds. It just, it just, it just reminds me so much of the religious argument, you know, because it's, it's just like, uh, you know, well, okay, why do you think that? Why do you believe that? Because reasons. Yeah. Well, okay, but why? Because. Because reasons, and, and I'm you not can, changing my mind. Because reasons, and you can never tell me that I'm wrong. Yep. I will never, ever, 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 ever agree with you. Ever. Yep. Yeah. And I almost guarantee that you can go to a store and you could look at the back of the label of something, going, "This has, this is, has got sugar, soy, wheat, whatever." Then go find all of those same things around the store and add up their nutritional values in them, and it will not equal what's on that fucking thing. That's the other thing I wanted to point out to you. I'm glad you brought up sugar again because we talked about sugar beets. There are GMO sugar beets that they use in the in the creation and production of refined sugar. Yeah. So do we then have to label all types of sugar to find out where they were sourced? Yeah. Do we need to know if this is potato sugar? 
it's beet sugar, sugar it's cane. corn sugar, it's it's yeah. sugar cane. Do we need to know the location of the sugar cane, what pesticides and herbicides were used on it, where it was grown, when it was imported? All yeah. of these different things. There's no fucking reasonable way that you can say, I want to label GMO products. But yeah. you don't want everything else labeled. I mean you have to walk this you have to walk yeah. this through to say what is a GMO product, which one should be labeled, and then do we have to label every component that could ever be derived from this GMO product? Well the whole the whole thing with labeling makes no sense to begin with, not only because of the reasons you've just named, but because there are no negative health effects. Like yeah. Yeah. what's the problem? Yeah. What what do you want to know? Well that's and exactly why? why they don't label them because the USDA has already came out and said, well, when you test a GMO product against a non-GMO product, there's no fucking difference. Not just the USDA, but National Academy of Sciences, yeah. the World Health Organization, I mean, you know, on and on. Well, and that's 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 one of the arguments that because I hear it's is the that same. I that I want to know what's in my food and and these companies are lobbying against me knowing what's in my food. You know what's in your food? Food. Yeah, yeah. food. Yeah, food is in your fucking food. The exact okay? same stuff that's in the non, that's in the non-GMO, whatever. I just care that my tummy's happy, and my taste buds are happy, <laughs> and that my butthole's happy. <laughs> Don't eat really spicy food. Sometimes the butthole's not happy, but the mouth and tummy are real happy. You need to order chipotle way. <laughs> 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 the labeling argument really bothers me, yeah. and it 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 it. It, like I said, it bothers me on so many different levels because they can't. I I, I don't even know how to articulate how frustrating it is and and how deep down the rabbit hole you can go in saying that I want to label GMO. Foods. Well, because be, the reason why is because it's a non-argument. It's 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 the place that people retreat to when they realize they don't have any other answers, and it sounds sort of innocuous and neutral enough to say, well, I just want to know what's in my food. Who's going to disagree with that? Right. And so, so you retreat to that position and then hope that everything else goes away. Well, and, and with the GMO argument, that's, that's just one of the gaps, right? It's like the God argument. It's the God of the gaps argument. Well, it's the GMO of the gaps argument. It's the label of the gaps argument. I I was going to say, it's like the, the teach the controversy. (laughs) Right. Like there's, it's exactly the same as that. (laughs) Sorry, bro. No controversy no ta- here. Yeah, there is none. <laughs> then, yeah. then which controversy are you talking about? Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is that even when I say, okay, so, you know, I'll, I'll have a discussion with people back and forth, and, and they'll say, well, I don't really have a problem with GMOs, GMO products per se, but I want to know what's in my food, bro. I want to know. I want to know what's in my food. Food is in your food. What else do you need to know about it? That's why I like the guy in the Jimmy Kimmel thing. I don't know what GMOs are. I don't give a fuck. And then, yeah. and then, like I said, they'll they'll point to the the ingredients label on something. They'll yeah. go, "Oh, how hard could it be?" They list the ingredients for all kinds of food that I buy. Yeah, yeah but, but they yeah. list they list the ingredients. That's just it. They list corn, but, tomatoes, sugar. So there's only certain things they have these, to list. Do these people who are so adamant about labels do they never eat out? Yeah, how how concerned are they when they go to yeah I mean Arby's you, yeah or, any, or even if you order go, a pizza yeah yeah or I want to know what's in my pizza, bro. I want you to label all of the ingredients. Right, I guarantee that's GM and owed. Yeah. I want to know all of the constituent ingredients in the rum that I am drinking right like, now. I want I just want to make yeah. sure my beef ain't coming from Australia because I hear they got some bad beef there. Do they have bad beef in Australia? Uh, I I thought are they I heard, talking farts or like cattle like cattle. Oh, okay. 
Like, uh, I thought that was where the whole thing about the, like, grade D beef that, like... Grade D? Like, Taco Bell was getting, like, will it pass the grade in Australia? Pink slime? Like, yeah, but it doesn't pass the test here in America. Like, well, we got it from Australia, and they said it was good to go, and it came from Australia. It's wood chips and floor sweepings. What do you want to (laughs) know? Because other countries have... But it's (laughs) non-GMO. Because other, other countries have laxer laws on packaging of products than the u.s does so they'll buy the products from other countries where it's like hey it's cheaper and it's yeah you can get organic products shipped in from fucking ecuador yeah are they going to be safer than what you would maybe perhaps want to define and then label as gmo i don't know and the funny thing is 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 no absolutely (laughs) probably not you get a lot of people absolutely (laughs) probably not (laughs) i I, I, i'm willing to bet a good 70 percent i want you to label all of your definitive statements (laughs) absolutely probably not (laughs) <laughs> and this 70% number is coming straight out of my ass. Uh-huh. But I would say that, you know, about 70% of people that are anti-GMO shop at farmer's markets. Do you know how that farmer uh, grew that? I Does I that know. farmer provide an organic label to you when you go to the farmer's market? They provide no labels Do whatsoever. Do you know what herbicides and pesticides were used on this? I'll bet you could find some GM truthers at Walmart. What governing body at Walmart? What governing oh, yeah. body over, oversees the food the farmer's market? None. But we all know it's organic anyway because it's the farmer's market. But when you find the people that usually want to eat the most organic are the people that I would say primarily shop at places like farmer's markets or are more apt to go to a farmer's market to get a vast majority of food. I don't know about vast majority. But well, get what they can. A lot of ingredients perhaps, yeah. sure. But that, And again, that's really silly. Because so, there's no ingredients, no labels, nothing on those foods. Yeah. You're just trusting that person, that stranger – Selling you food out of the back of his fucking truck. Yeah. And and another one of the arguments I hear from people all the time is that, well, Monsanto is bad because they sue everybody. They sue farmers for Monsanto crops mixing into the farmer's regular. Which was a myth I fell for. Yeah. Yeah. I did too initially. Because I, it's something like, you hear repeated all the fucking time. And it's not an uncommon thing for a large business to sue other people for taking their intellectual properties. Yeah. Yeah, and okay, so so kind of tied to this. Well, let let's talk about the let's talk about the seed thing first. So, you know, they I hear people say that well Monsanto is bad and these these uh GMO companies are bad because they sue farmers when Monsanto or whatever other GE company's product happens to cross-pollinate and contaminate this other farmer's field. That's fucking bullshit. That is never ever fucking happened. And that's what I found out. This is something that a couple farmers have tried to argue, and they were found to be fucking lying. And uh, <laughs> I know there's one here in the U.S. and one in Canada I saw a story for. And I think the one in Canada was one I read most recently where he uh, straight up was planting Monsanto seeds from a year before, uh-huh. and he was like, nope, nope, I bought my <laughs> seeds here. These are not Monsanto seeds. Uh-uh. Well, like, when we well, do genetic testing on them. Like, those uh, are Monsanto seeds. And, yeah. like, like you're like, that's like 100% Monsanto there. There's no way that was crossbred. Mm-hmm. And if it was crossbred, that happens. So the so the problem with people saying that Monsanto doesn't allow people to replant their seeds also has several different levels. Uh, first of all, most... Most uh, commercial. That's why I quit beer. I think. Most. <laughs> That's you, gotta go pee again. How many is this? You is made this? it all of t- 
15 minutes. 15. Your bladder refilled itself in 15 minutes. I got a teeny tiny little bladder. Or really, uh. really active kidneys. Um, so, so the problems with people's, people talking the problem with people talking about farmers not being able to replant their seeds is, is again, one of those multi-layered problems, right? So most farmers these days do not reuse seeds. Any farmer who is running a commercial farm, you know, the vast, vast majority of them do not reuse seeds. The, the reason why is because to reuse seeds is cost prohibitive, Right. Because you have to plant the seeds, you grow the product, you reap the product, you sell the product, whatever. Then you go out into your field, and hopefully you have some shit just laying around still. Yeah. So you sift through the dirt, you find whatever seeds that you can get, you sift through all of those to sort out the weed seeds, all of the other seeds that are undesirable, and then you take those seeds, and then you have to then dry those seeds. And hope that those seeds that you've now gathered and sifted and sorted and dried... If you replant them, will grow. Many of them, a, a, a large number of them, will not grow because they will be unviable because yeah. they've either rotted or you've not dried them properly for you know or a variety of reasons. These seeds will not be viable. The reason, and that's one of the main reasons why people do not reuse seed. If you go and purchase new seed, you have a guarantee of seed to sprout ratio. Yeah. So as a farmer, I can then buy seed and sign a contract saying, I'm going to buy this seed for this price. And as part of this purchase, you are guaranteeing me, you know, 70 to 80 to 90 percent germination rates. Yeah. So that I can, so that I can know how many seeds I need to plant, mm-hmm. you know, per yeah. row, per acre for my yeah. farm to thrive and give me the best yield. You can't do that same thing with seeds that you try to save. The seeds that you try to save, like I said, a lot of them will be non-viable, and then you don't have this guarantee. You can't you can't make proper planting on your farm. It's it's much more cost effective for you to every year go and buy new seed. If farmer if farmers use old seed and played the guessing game on it, they'll go broke really fucking fast. Really fucking fast. Because farmers don't make a lot of money. They can't guarantee well, that whatever seed that they save is going to grow. Whereas yeah. with new seed that they purchase, they have that guarantee in hand, so that if it doesn't fucking grow. They can go back to the company they bought the seeds from and be reimbursed for. Yeah, I mean, farmers may make a lot of money, like from what you see. Oh, profit! But then it's like, well, wait, I got my tractor payments. I got to buy new seed. I got to pay all this and then this. I mean, they got a shitload. I mean, diesel fuel p- prices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I well, the farmer that we knew back home wasn't a big industrial farmer, but you know, we hunted on his land and stuff. And there's some years where he's like, "I'm not going to make money this year. I'm going to break dead." fucking even because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i put this much money in i'm gonna get this much out i'm gonna fucking break even this year on what i fucking make off my crop yeah not including the labor no that's uh, that's yeah. labor's not even included his time it. so his time was he got that guy was literally taking a zero dollar paycheck that year yeah. yeah the the other thing is that you know if if farmers didn't want to use these seeds nobody's fucking forcing them to do it the fact that right, right. the fact that most farmers do choose to use these seeds is pretty fucking telling. Because they right? work, it it means that the seeds work. It means that they give them good crop yields. They don't have to fucking pick seeds from Monsanto yeah. or any other fucking company. They can get seeds from wherever they want. I guarantee there those are seeds hundreds of aren't seed- the cheapest. Yeah, there are hundreds or thousands of seed companies where they can go and and buy these things. The fact that they that they happen to buy these seeds means. 
that they're doing this on purpose. They're buying these seeds because they are good fucking seeds, and they know them to be good seeds. And I don't know if if, if the uh, the companies that make the seeds are kind of like the flu vaccine. If they try and stay a step ahead every year, like, hey, uh, you know, this is the plant we got this year. Uh, we noticed last year there's a lot of this, you know, bug coming out and stuff. So this year we're going to tweak it this way to help make sure that you'll have a larger yield. Yeah, they absolutely do. I mean, they're, they're, they don't make a product. It's not like they, I don't know, make a table. You know, they don't make a table and say, okay, we're done. Well, I just didn't know how hard <laughs> it is for them to actually go into it and tweak it and then make, you know, 100 tons of those seeds. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're working to constantly improve these products, yeah. just as any other company does with any of their products. Apple doesn't make one fucking phone and go, okay, that's it, we're, we're done, good night, mic drop. Yeah. You know, they're, they're working to constantly make improvements to these things. They're, they're working to constantly improve crop yield, yeah. herbicide uh, production and, and pesticide resistance um, uh, to make the crops more hardy, to grow yeah. with less water or in harsher conditions or in poorer soil. They're always working to improve these things. You know what they do need to invent for the Midwest? Tornado-resistant crops. <laughs> <laughs> and homes. Yeah. <laughs> and ho- yeah, homes would probably be the, the first Well, I'm just thinking like a slinky crop. Tornado comes by, it gets all sucked up in the air, swirls around, tornado leaves, it just goes right back to where it was. They <laughs> need to invent... What goes downstairs, the loner impairs, it makes a slinkity sound. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the slinky was invented by accident by Have you some never fucking... heard the slinky song? No, I don't. Oh, no. Matt's shaking his head like he thinks I'm fucking crazy. No, you just, up. you looked at me when you were done, like maybe I was the next closest to your age and might get a it. A spring, a spring, a marvelous thing. Everyone knows it's slinky, it's slinky, it's slinky. I want to actually say that that, that uh, song was a part of a competition. I'm old. Part of a com- the Slinky song was, was part of a competition? Yeah, it was part of a competition. Because you know how the Slinky was invented, don't you? No. Some crazy guy in the Navy was like... I don't believe you. <laughs> like, we need... Label where it. is your evidence, Label sir? it. I want to label it. Like, we need a spring that can, you know, you can have really your their high-tech equipment. They wanted to sit in on these springs, but the springs they had were really rigid, so they really did nothing. So you want to make a lighter spring. That would be more compact. That would if they, the ship was swaying. Would it make a slinkity sound? Uh, well, that's what he invented. He invented the slinky. Would it, it go downstairs alone oh, or yeah. in pairs? It would go in pairs. <laughs> Sometimes triplets. But what this dude found was it was shit for keeping fucking electrical equipment on the fucking table. Yeah, I bet. But when he drops it off the table, it does a weird thing. What does it do? It slinks. <laughs> in pairs, <laughs> in, in non-GMO pairs. I don't, I don't, I don't see the benefit of having your tool fall off of the table, followed by this long coil of no. metal falling on top of it. No, that's <laughs> hence why it was sold as a toy. Yeah, that's why it was a failed Navy project. Ah. <laughs> that's funny though. <laughs> what does it do? It slinks. <laughs> Uh, yes, General, it slinks off the table. How does it hold up our equipment? It doesn't. It doesn't really. But we can sell it to kids and make millions. We should we sell can it. buy a new carrier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the, that's the other argument they get is that uh, these companies are trying to monopolize the world's food supply, right? That that somehow Monsanto or these other companies are forcing farmers no. to buy their product. As long as you, you have must a, buy from us. As long as you have a choice, it is not a monopoly. Ooh, ooh. So the other thing I wanted to say is about the Terminator seed. Have you guys heard about the Terminator seed? Uh, I've seen the movie. 
It's not a robot who follows you around and through time asks you where Sarah Connor is. Well, then I haven't. So the Terminator seed is a product that was developed, and basically it's it's encoded that it would only last one generation. Oh yes. Okay. So 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 it terminates. Right. It's the Terminator seed. So you could grow one season of the crop, and that's it. Boom, Mm -hmm. you're done. And. Uh, and so it tells all the other seeds, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> come with me if you want to live. <laughs> I'll be back. No, I won't really. I'm dead now. <laughs> That's a time travel I won't seed. Be back. I won't be back. <laughs> That's better, yeah. <laughs> so the Terminator seed was developed to to grow for one season and die. That's it. And the the funny part of it is that it was developed in large part because of concerns from consumers who said, well, we don't want these products contaminating other crops. So can you make it so that your stuff that you that you grow won't go over and fuck up Farmer Joe's field if it happens to cross-pollinate or some seeds blow over or birds pick up yeah. little bits and shit them out onto the other guy's oh, property? Can you make sure that this stuff won't grow in Farmer Smith's field? Well, sure, uh, we'll grow these Terminator seeds. Or we'll create these seeds that will only go for one season. A single germination. And then everybody looks at them and, and labels them, Oh, they're the Terminator seed. Oh, yeah. my God. It's Armageddon. The Terminator <laughs> seed is coming for us. So, so Monsanto develops this technology out of consumer concern. And then consumer concern <laughs> turns yeah. on it and yeah. says, No, 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 no. That's really bad. Don't do that. So they say, okay, well, we answered the market's demands, yeah. and you don't like it. and you don't like it, so we will never ever use these things. I think they should have called you- it one pump chump instead of terminator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you can you can almost you can almost tell that those seeds are probably not as sinister as they sound because they're named so. The you know, like a group of scientists were just like, well, they die after one year. The Terminator! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and you know what I mean? And everyone's like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. And then everyone's like, Terminator? What does that mean? Well, you know what I mean? really bad. But like, if their whole goal was really to like be sinister, they would have named it like, I don't know. Death the- to Human Seed. World Organization of Families or something. <laughs> something like that. So so they create the seed out of because of consumer demand and then con- and then the consumers go, "Oh wait, I've read too much natural news in Merkola and my friends all say the GMOs are bad, so obviously anything named Terminator from a company that produces GMO stuff is really really bad." Yeah, yeah. So Monsanto says, "Okay, well then we won't ever use them. We'll put that on our website. We'll tell everybody we're not going to do it." And then another company comes along and goes, fucking Monsanto, you guys are being pussies. <laughs> Why are you bowing down pussies. to these fucking idiots who are out there who wanted this product, so you gave them this product, and then they're complaining about this product. Fuck you guys, we're going to develop it ourselves. So another company develops Terminator seeds. And because Monsanto had made this promise to the public that they were not going to have this technology out and put it in use, they purchase this other company just so that it won't get out there. And Monsanto is the bad fucking guy for doing this. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. Fucking Monsanto. I bet if they relabel it, it wouldn't What an awful, chump. awful, terrible, evil company. Yeah. 
But you know what? They made Agent Orange. What? Tycho made M16s. Tycho? Fucking A right. <laughs> Those are toys. Yeah. Not in the not in the sixties. <laughs> a Tyco M sixteen. They made parts. That would be sweet. But what major company in the U.S. that was around the nineteen fifty or forties didn't make parts for the war machine over in yeah, Europe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What company didn't didn't provide material support for the wars through the fucking forties through yeah, the seventies? Yeah. Harley Davidson, all their to products now. from nineteen. 19- yeah. 1944, 1945, every single Harley built went over to Europe to fight in the war. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's really hard to find. I, th- I think it's what the years were. It's really hard to find a World War II era Harley Davidson because almost every single one was shipped overseas because Harley Davidson was. All the Nazis have them. <clears throat> I know my grandfather yeah. was not allowed to go fight in the war because he was a manager at Smith & Wesson. They needed him to stay home and make, make guns. Make guns. guns, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my grandfather works for. Uh, Sweet. Yeah, he was probably <laughs> stuck too. <laughs> no, what's the fucking. God damn it. So it's a Utah company that manufactures guns. Fucking. Uh, not Smith and uh, Wesson. No, Winchester. No, not Winchester. That's the wrong one. Not Winchester. Uh, these guys have a museum in Ogden. Yes. I've been to it. Browning. Browning. Yay. Yep. Fuck. I was going to poop my mouth. <laughs> yeah, makers of the the, the the Browning 50 cal, the Madus, the Miles, the M2, the Browning 1911, the Browning 1919. Yeah, my grandfather runs B-A-R. like the, yeah. He he runs like the call-in line for people who have questions about any of their Browning weapons. He okay, was, he owned a gun shop forever, and he was a gunsmith, and so people call with questions about stuff, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is what you do." I I, th- I called Browning once because I used to have a Browning M1919. Which is a World War II like machine gun they had in tanks, but it was converted to semi-automatic. So I call up Browning and I'm like, "Hey, so I got this Browning 1919. Like, you have a what? Like, I have a Browning 1919. You can't have that. Like, it's been converted to semi-auto. I have all the paperwork for it. I just want to find out if it might have served it anymore or where where it was been because it's an original Browning 1919. What uh, is your address? Yeah, they're pretty much Sex like uh, we're sending a Monsanto agent out promptly. <laughs> like we don't think you're supposed to have that. I'm like I I have all the I have all the ATF paperwork on it. It's been converted. We've contacted the federal authorities and we're now tracing this call. <laughs> Could you just hold on the line for another twenty seconds, sir? <laughs> it was a fun gun, just not very practical because the thing weighed thirty pounds. Oh Jesus! And it had to be mounted on a tripod to shoot it. Yeah. And it was belt fed. Why the fuck would you have? Because <laughs> yeah. it was just cool. Because it's cool. Because it was cool. <laughs> so like I got a, I'm like I got a World War II machine gun. I can shoot it. That time, that time that I almost got arrested out at the Golden Spike yeah. Park, the the cops because we had a couple AK-47s and the cops were like, so which one of you owns the AK-47s? And uh, two guy, you know. Two of the guys that I was with are like, oh, one's mine, that one's mine. He's like, well, you know, you're not supposed to have these fully automatic AK-47s. Like, that's why they're not fully And we were all like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Okay, I was just testing you guys. Because <laughs> these are really easy to modify. I just wanted to make oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you can Google that one pretty easily. Yeah. Well, you can just look at how it works and go, oh, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, he was just trying to test us to see if we'd go, oh, we didn't know. No, they weren't fucking fully automatic. Dude. Trying to make you incriminate yourself. Right, right. Yeah, cops do that all the time, right? Yeah, that's their whole. That's their whole thing. Yeah, yeah. They try to get you to incriminate yourself. Yeah, and incriminate they got... yourself, admit guilt. Uh, and they haul you off. 
There was another thing I was going to say about the whole genetically modified stuffs. Oh, so we've been talking about Monsanto because they are the company that everybody points. Everybody their knows at. Monsanto, and everybody says Monsanto was evil because of bleh and because of bleh and because of I don't fucking know. But everybody says Monsanto is bad, so obviously they are. The biggest argument that I hear against Monsanto is that they created Agent Orange. They were manufacturing Agent Orange. People died from that. I know people who died from that. Okay. Are you also really, really, really upset with the other 15 companies that manufactured Agent Orange? I don't see any Million Man March against Bayer or Pfizer. Yep. Or any of these other companies who manufactured Agent Orange. And the Monsanto of today is not the same Monsanto that mon- that manufactured this shit. Monsanto has gone through several acquisitions of other companies, spinoffs of different subdivisions. The Monsanto of today is not the fucking same Monsanto that manufactured Agent Orange. So if you have a problem with the Monsanto of old who manufactured Agent Orange, I believe... That the company you should actually be upset with right now is named, and I could be wrong because there have been so many. I believe that it's Pharmacia. US government. Pharmacia or Pharmacia is the name of the company. And I could be wrong because there have been so many spinoffs. I'd, I'd have to I'd have to double check that. But that's that to me is a non-starter argument because it's fucking bullshit. You can complain about Monsanto yeah. of old making Agent Orange and it was really bad. They were under fucking government federal contract to do this. The government contracted with these companies and made them create these chemicals to f- to help with the war effort. And I don't see you complaining about any of the other fucking companies that did this. You're targeting one fucking company because that's all you fucking care to know about. Well, at best. I mean, they're just regurgitating like we already talked about. Yeah, I mean, I, they haven't even... fucking done any research on it. They don't give a shit about it. Somebody told me that, Ma- that Monsanto made Agent Orange and so Monta- Monsanto is now the fucking devil. Oh, Dow Chemical well, also made Agent Orange. Yeah, Dow. Yeah. Dow, Pfizer, Bayer, mm-hmm. and yeah. a host of but, other companies. But that whole thing is a red herring anyway, because it has nothing to do with right. the GMO it has argument anyway. It fucking lutely nothing to do with GMOs. Nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this whole, like, never forgive kind of a thing, even if, you know, and like, what about, what about Smith & Wesson and Browning, who contributed to the death the deaths of how many mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in how many wars the, the United States has been in unjustly or not, however you view that. But nobody's talking about that. My grandfather was killed by a Smith and Wesson. Or what about <laughs> fuck? You should <laughs> fucking boycott them then. Yeah. Or what about what about the Bic Corporation for creating pens that people have drawn the Prophet Muhammad with? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> right. <laughs> I think you can go with the Bic razor ones for making. Japanese flags on everybody's faces. Or or a pencil <laughs> or company who used to manufacture their pencils with fucking lead instead yeah. of graphite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to fucking hold a grudge or, against uh, them forever? Asbestos companies. And like I said, it and, yeah. and so beyond being not even part of the GMO fucking argument on either side, other than being a red herring and you just throwing some bullshit out there to try to support whatever views you currently hold, it has nothing to do with, with, with GMOs. So... It's frustrating. I have a couple other things. Sure. There's that for you. What you got um, there? I was just going to say that good 
good progress has been made in developing cereal varieties with greater tolerance for soil, alkalinity, free aluminum, and iron toxicities. These varieties will help to ameliorate the soil degradation problems they ha- that have developed in many existing irrigation systems. Uh, goes on and on. Greater tolerance to abiotic extremes such as drought, heat, cold, and the benefit ir- and will benefit irrigated areas in several ways. Uh, <clears throat> we'll be able to achieve more crop per drop by designing plants with reduced water requirements and adopting between crop slash water management systems. Um, the power of genetic engineering to improve the nutritional quality of our food crop species is also immense. Scientists have long had an interest in improving maize protein quality. More than 70 years ago, researchers determined the importance of certain amino acids for nutrition. More than 50 years ago, scientists began a search for a maize kernel that had higher levels of LYS and TRP, two essential amino acids that are normally deficient in maize. And 36 years ago, scientists at Purdue, Purdue University discovered a flowery maize grain from the South American Andean highlands carrying the opaque two gene that had a much that had much higher levels of LYS and TRP. Um, goes on and on and on. But the whole point of this is that they are now able to modify food so greatly that they can grow almost anything with a much higher yield and a much higher nutritional value in almost any climate yeah. with less pesticide, less herbicide, and less water. Right, less and less, less yeah, environmental so, impact. Yeah, much much lower carbon footprint, and, and that provides higher nutrient value, higher nutrients, and higher yield with a lower carbon footprint. <clears throat> and this so, sounds like some fucking David Copperfield shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of does. But the thing, the thing that bothers me that I I, I want the, the kind of to underline here is that uh, we're getting you know there is backlash from uh, silly anti science, well fed. Americans who are trying to underline feeding, undermine feeding the whole world by spitting ignorance from their double chinned faces while forgetting all the while that the <laughs> answers are available to them through their keyboards. Ignorance is fine, but don't be Republican about it and spew it as truth. Are there some people who only have two chins? <laughs> I've seen triples, but, well, but I'm just, I'm just saying, Quattles. I'm just saying these are these are all people who have more than they need to eat every day, and they're going to try to undermine the process that may get food and nutrition to people who don't have that luxury, yeah, for no good reason at all. Yeah, all I'm saying is if you're going to take an emphatic stance, know your shit before you are responsible for killing millions. First world, I mean, not not problems. not killing millions, but but be the, be responsible for making it hard to save their lives. Mm-hmm. You're standing in the way of saving these people's lives. And propagate and promote really fucking horrible, bad, awful information that leads other people to fear GMO products that then leads to even more ignorant people going out and destroying fields of golden rice. Yeah. Yeah, learn how to science. So what have we learned tonight? (laughs) GMO topic makes Dan angry? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Trust science. You can trust science a little bit. But, but question it, <clears throat> Give it too. a chance. Yeah. Question, yes. I, I would say at least question it before you challenge it. But yeah, because question so f- all of your positions. Yes. Yeah. Don't just question the things that you don't believe. Question the shit that you do believe. Especially. Make sure, make sure that, yeah, especially. Make sure that what you believe is true and accurate and correct. You don't have to you don't have to open yourself to new information and only question that. Question everything that you currently believe. Fuck I am almost embarrassed to admit that I was well into my twenties before I knew that men and women have the same number of ribs. 
fucking religion had taught me that men have one what? fewer rib because God had taken Adam's rib to create woman. Yeah. I was into my 20s before I fucking even thought about questioning that. Right. Now I question everything I think yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some people never get to that point. And that's sad. It is. And it and it just promotes and and continues this cycle of bad information. And incomplete human beings. Right. They they they're they're putting they're constantly damming up the the potential that they have to actually fulfill who they are and be god damn it what the fuck am i doing i mean i'm a liberal but jesus Look at christ you <laughs> <laughs> mr sunshine and roses no shit <laughs> i'm just gonna call it whack fuckery yeah whack fuckery. that's better <laughs> don't believe all the whack fuckery out there <laughs> definitely not so i think we've addressed just about it there was one more thing maybe mm-hmm. that i just saw in some of the links here Super weeds. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing that I hear argued against GMO products all the time, is the GMO products promote the growth of super weeds. And the argument goes that GMO products, because of their herbicide and pesticide use, and they, they do throw pesticide in there, incorrectly, because pesticide is for bugs and shit. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. But because of the pesticide and herbicide use, GMO crops are leading to super weeds that we can't get rid of, we can't kill, are going to take over everything and destroy the world. And the argument is that because of the use of things like glyphosate or Roundup, that these weeds are evolving and becoming resistant to Roundup. Yeah. Okay, sure, that happens. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Things things naturally evolve to to resist the things that are plaguing them or preying on them. That's that's how yeah, natural selection that's, fucking works. It's evolution. Yeah. The point here is that that would happen whether whether we're talking about GMOs and the use of glyphosate or traditional crops and the use of any other herbicide or traditional crops, quote-unquote traditional crops, and the use of no pesticides. Right. The the weeds are going to evolve to resist whatever is killing them anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to say that GMOs are causing super weeds is just fucking flat wrong. Especially like when the especially flu virus. when GMO uh, are requiring fewer herbicides and pesticides. Correct. So the the strain is is the 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 selection pressure is less mm-hmm. on those weeds than it would otherwise have been. Right. I mean, the weeds we see now are definitely going to be stronger because of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing some super weed out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, super weeds. Well, that's, that's, there's another application for GM, GMO as well, yeah, for weed strains. Oh, yeah. Marijuana strains. Yeah, that's the other funny thing is that I hear is that a lot of the people that are like anti-GMO yeah, yeah, are yeah. like super fucking way into marijuana. Weed heads, yeah, like, I know. Do you, that has been highly do engineered. Do you realize how much engineering has gone into the fucking stuff that you're smoking right now? Yeah. To make it as good as it is for you? To increase THC <laughs> yeah. levels. Yep. To increase crop yields. Yeah. yeah. E- even the difference between American marijuana and, and UK marijuana. You're fucking, you're fine with smoking GMOs, just not eating them, I guess. Yeah. Well, they're fine with eating them, too, because they've been doing that their whole lives. They just don't know it. And they're fine with petting GMOs as well. They're fine Uh, with being a GMO. So I think... I think we've addressed most of the concerns. Like I said, it's... You know, to try to condense this down 
into the the thousands of arguments against and all of the batshittery and stupid fucking arguments against GMOs into one two-hour show is nearly impossible, right? Yeah, my but, hope is just to get them to, to think a little bit, maybe shake shake some foundation a little bit and get somebody to go look at something. Ra- shake the tree, yeah. Get them, get them to at least say... A genetically modified tree. Well, maybe I'm not 100% correct, and maybe I shouldn't say that I will never, ever, ever, ever change my mind about something, because yeah. that's... Pretty dogmatic and indefensible. Which, by the way, we're also willing to change our minds. I changed my mind. Absolutely. Yeah. If you can, if you can show me good evidence that GMOs are harmful, I would love to see it. Yeah, let because us know. I don't want to think. I don't want to believe in untrue things. I don't want my. I don't want my beliefs to be untrue. I want to believe correct things. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm wrong, please let me know and and let me know why. I would love to have the discussion with you. I don't want to say that nothing you can ever say will ever change my mind ever. <laughs> Godlessrevolution at gmail.com is how you can let us know, or we're on the Facebooks. Uh, we're on the Facebooks. We're on the Twitter. Us on Twitter. We twit. <laughs> you can. We you can super twit. Send us email if, if there are any other GMO questions that you have, any, any concerns that you have, anything you think that we got wrong or incorrect. Or a show topic you want us to cover. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any other show topics you want us to, to, to discuss? Uh, anybody you'd like to see on the show? I, or, I plan or, to now that we actually have the capability say, for the. Or Skypes. if you want to Skype in with us, maybe we'll talk to you. Give us your Skype number. Why don't you just do that? Send us all your Skype numbers. Yeah, we, your, we'll randomly Skype you sometime. Send us your information. We'll get you on the show. Um, but yeah, it, honestly, if you if you have something that. You know, if if we said something incorrectly, please let us know. If you have any other questions, please let us know. Like Matt said, you can reach us at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter. And if you are enjoying the show through Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. Yeah, we need a new jet. So send us money. (laughs) 65,000, 65 million. Please go out and rate it. Share it with your friends. Tell anybody else that may be interested in listening to the show that you're a fan or that you think we're fucking assholes. Because either way, Dan might be fucking assholes, but (laughs) (laughs) don't be afraid to share our godlessness on the Facebook. (laughs) But uh, thank you all for listening. I I love doing this show. Yeah, I think I. Good to have you back, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So do you, I, I saw you pull a, a song up there for us, Danny. We got something to play us out on tonight. I did. It's going to be a Bo Burnham night. Yeah. Oh wow! Thanks for all listening, right. everybody. Bye. There's things I don't want to be misconstrued in my act that I feel often are. I don't want you leaving my show thinking that I think I know better than people or that I, I think I'm better than people in general. Um, okay, I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, this is a song from the perspective of God. you think I wrote are way too thick Who needs a thousand metaphors to figure out you shouldn't be a dick And I don't watch you when you sleep Surprisingly I don't use my omnipotence to be a fucking creep You're not going to heaven Why the fuck would you think I'd ever
just cause you think that I want you to You shouldn't rape cause rape is a fucked up thing to do Pretty obvious, just don't fucking rape people, please Didn't think I'd write that one down for you. I don't think masturbation is obscene. It's absolutely natural and the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. You make my job a living hell. I send gays to fix overpopulation. And boy, did that go well. You're not going to heaven. Eat a thousand crackers, sing a Abstain from pork just cause you think that I want you to You can eat pork cause why the fuck would I give a shit? I created the universe, think I'm drawing the line in the fucking deli aisle? You argue and you bicker and you fight Atheists and Catholics, Jews and Hindus argue day and night over what they think is true. But no one entertains the thought that maybe God does not believe in you. You pray so badly for heaven, knowing any day might be the day that you die. But maybe life on earth could be just the thought of it make it worth a try my love's the type of thing that you have to earn and when you earn it you won't need it my love's the type of thing that you have to earn and when you earn it you won't need it I'm not gonna give you just cause I know that you want me to If you want love, then the love has gotta come from you